Hey, what's up? This is Brennan. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that's Brennan underscore Olin. Uh, big Bucks fan. All I tweet about is the Bucks. So if you don't care about that, stay away. Honestly, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> but if not, give me a follow. I uh, just wanted to hop on today and talk about the Bucks, who just hired Adrian Griffin and had his introductory press conference. And then, honestly, the real reason is I'm just messing around. I got this Blue Yeti mic probably like three years ago or something like that for Christmas. My stepmom got it for my stepbrother and I and said, hey, you, t- you two should start a podcast. So naturally, it sat in my closet for three, three years and collected dust. <laughs> but broke it out today. I think my girlfriend, well, actually my fiance, she'll be angry if I don't fix that. My fiance has been using it for a while um, with her YouTube videos, but I figured why not? Let's give it a shot. So yeah, watched the entire press conference with Adrian Griffin. Um, Pretty positive after listening to it. I liked what he had to say. Seems like a good dude. He's got a lot of good experience, former player, which sometimes that can be a bad thing, but in this case, I'm hoping it's a good thing. Hopefully, he'll be able to relate to the players better than Bud did. Um, the main takeaway I had from the com- press conference was his differences in defense from Bud. <laughs> he made sure to say he's going to make some in-game adjustments and throw some different looks out there. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know. seemed like a shot at Bud. It was lighthearted, but... It was pretty funny. And then he also um, put a lot of emphasis on ball pressure. He said he was going to focus on applying ball pressure. He said it twice. And then he said he wanted to force turnovers and have the defense lead to offense. In theory, it's a great great way to go about it. Hopefully that works. But honestly, (laughs) this is probably just me being a pessimistic Bucks fan, as soon as he said apply pressure and force turnovers, alarm bells went off, and I was like, oh God, former player, overly aggressive defense, we got another Jason Kidd on our hands. But, like I said, hopefully that's just the pessimist in me, and he's able to come to a good balance in the defense between Bud's soft scheme and Jason Kidd's overly aggressive scheme, find something in the middle that works. But yeah, other than that, um, I thought it was kind of funny to see which players were at the press conference. Marjan was there, which is good. Hopefully under Griffin he gets a little more playing time and we can develop him. I think he can be a really useful player for us. He's the only young player we have, so let's hope so. But other than that, some guys that just should not have been there, like Myers Leonard, I don't know if we're uh, bringing back Joe Ingles, but he was there. Javon Carter was there. I'm fine with him coming back. And A.J. Green was there. I'm sure he'll be back. Just why not once you're at the the last few spots on the roster? Who really cares? But I just thought it was an interesting group of people to be there. But, yeah, overall, I liked what he had to say. Um, But we can't give a verdict on this. We all know how this works. It's not going to matter what he does in the regular season. He can do a bunch of different things. 
experiment with the defense, experiment offensively. Hopefully the addition of Terry Stotts as the offensive guru that everybody says he is, hopefully that helps. But it's not going to matter until the playoffs. We need to see it in action. We need him to prove that he can make the adjustments when it matters and that this team can figure out how to get back to the finals. If we go through the regular season, best record in the league, and we flame out again the way we did this year, offense is stuck in the mud, defense isn't good enough, he's going to be on the hot seat. He could very well be fired again. So we will see, hoping for the best. Um, But, yeah, it's all going to come down to the playoffs. Got to prove it in the big time. Other than that, um, after filling the head coach vacancy, the only thing left to do is figure out the roster. So, like I said, Marjan's like our only young guy. We are old. Capital O-L-D. Old. And a lot of the guys on the roster that our free agents are also old and we're probably bringing them all back. Brooks coming back probably. I mean, Chris is probably coming back on a longer a longer deal hopefully for a little less money. But we're locked in, man. It's tough to make any moves. Anything else that happens is going to be on the on the edges of the roster. So our window is rapidly rapidly closing. Got maybe a year. I don't know. I mean, I thought last year was going to be the end, but it seems like we're going to run it back. So hopefully they can get another year out of this core. But yeah, it's a little grim on that side. So a lot of people have been talking about different trade ideas. Honestly, that's too much in the weeds for me. I haven't looked at much, (laughs) much of the stuff out there. Because I just don't see how it's possible. I'm more of a wait and see. Whatever happens is going to happen. So I don't worry about it too much. But that being said, there is one trade idea that I did like out there. Um, And as I'm recording this, there was a tweet out there saying Charlotte is most likely going to select Brandon Miller. Who knows if that's true or not, if they're just trying to scare the Blazers. But if that's true then that trade idea with the Blazers in the third round or the third overall pick is super intriguing. I mean, I have no idea what we can offer. I don't see how a package for Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday is appealing to the Blazers. But if we could somehow get that done, that would be amazing. Like get Anthony Simons, sure have a point guard i mean i don't really know how much of a point guard he is but at least he can shoot and score and then get scoot and that's like that's like the Kawhi moment for the spurs that's how you rebuild a contender on the fly you got to hit on one of these young guys and get super lucky in the draft like otherwise you need a disgruntled superstar that's super young to join the team and we don't have anything to trade so If they could somehow do that, I'd be all for it. All the other trades, no idea. Haven't really looked into them. If they did anything else, it would probably be something involving role players like Bobby or Grayson. 
and I just don't really care that much about that because I think the only way that we're going to get better is with a big move or you just what I think they're going to do is run it back and hope that it works out but yeah that's where I'd go try to get younger I would move on I don't know if I don't know if it would be Chris or Drew that the Blazers would want. I don't see how they would want either of them for their situation. But if we could do it, I would do it. And I'd only do it for Scoot. I would not do it for Brandon Miller. I don't know. I Personally, I hate college basketball, so I don't watch it at all. I don't know anything. It's kind of like the coach's situation. We don't really know. I don't do the research on these college kids. I don't do the research on Scoot either, but I watched one video and he was, man, that dude got some athleticism and from what everybody says, sounds like he's going to be a star. I have not heard that same stuff from people about Brandon Miller and the one bit of college games that I watched in the NCAA tournament, he was garbage. So, and he's got this other baggage that we don't have to talk about, but yeah. I wouldn't do it for Brandon Miller, but if that Blazers trade idea is possible and Scoot's available, you got to do that if you're the Bucks. So yeah, uh, I like where we're headed. Glad we moved on from Bud. Thank you very much for everything you did over the last five years, but it was definitely time to move on. Oh yeah, and that gets me to the last thing. promise it'll be quick. In Bud's tenure... We had the best record in the NBA, yet we only made one finals. One finals. Thank God that we won. <laughs> Thank God. I don't know how we did it, but we got it done. Forever grateful that we got one. But it's a little embarrassing that we've only been to one. <laughs> and if you look back on the conference... Largely, the top three teams were the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Sixers. Mm. The Sixers are terrible. At least they they've made they were worse than we were in that five five year stretch. But the Celtics, four Eastern Conference Finals, I think, and the freaking Heat, two Finals, and they crushed us twice. I mean, just terrible series where they crushed us. Just another reason that the twenty twenty run was phenomenal and like weird we swept the heat how <laughs> but the heat making two finals and us only making one and we have supposedly the number one player in the league i mean Jokic has a lot to say about that right now i think he's got the top spot but throughout the five years i mean Giannis has been either the best or second or third best in the league and we've only made one finals so Hopefully today's a, a step in the right direction because it's been a little rough. Despite the winning in the regular season, honestly, I think that stretch has been a little bit of a failure. So hopefully today's a step in the right direction. I'm excited for Adrian Griffin. Hopefully he's got a good relationship with the players, can get the most out of them because, like I said, that window is closing, and I want to make the most of it. We got to get another title, man. I'm not happy with one. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Go Bucks.